You can go from I should start a podcast to actually starting a podcast with Spreaker. Spreaker's tools allow you to record, manage, distribute, and monetize any podcast idea, whether it's about your business or even your cat. And as your podcast grows, Spreaker helps you manage your success and even monetize it. That means all you need to get started is a microphone and a really good idea. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. So can anybody hear me now? Anyone? So apparently, uh, hmm, apparently, I don't know what to say, apparently, other than, fuck that. That pissed me off. That was some blog talk shit right there. Anyway, regardless, regardless, I am uh, here live. And we will be squared away shortly. I don't know what the fuck happened there, to be perfectly honest with you, and it pisses me the hell off. But uh, sorry to Melanie, you're going to have to hit the number two call-in button, Melanie, and I'll let you on. The fuck? Not the way I wanted to uh, start... A new show. There we go. Can you all hear me okay? I can hear you. All right. I uh, can't really speak to why that happened, but that kind of aggravated me a little bit. Nevertheless, my apologies. Don't know what happened there, but it is what it is. All right. Bear with, bear with. Warning. You're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. So sorry about that, everybody. Needless to say, that was unexpected, and uh, I can't really speak to what happened there, other than it was a familiar thing and it scared the living hell out of me, but I still want to give love to Podbean regardless, even though uh, a little aggravated. So welcome to the early night premiere. Uh, 
you don't have cooler music. It's the same music. <laughs> Reading the chat room. So it's exactly the same music. It really is. I just didn't add all the other ones. Anyway. Uh, no, we could have used that one yesterday, Carrie. I just went with the the one I prefer more. Anyway, <laughs> we will have regular music soon. So this is Voice of People USA Radio live, and we present the VOP Roundtable, which will come to you live every Tuesday night, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. It's is uh, launching a night early because, quite frankly, I can't be on tomorrow night, and I also wanted to get it out there because I think it's exciting and I have high hopes for what's to come and I'm sure going forward it'll be a packed house a different feel and less talking for me which is always a win so I want to introduce Melanie Oberg for those who don't know she was last on a blog talk show first time on a pod bean show she is an OG from back in the voice of the people USA radio days from when the hell was it? I think it was 2011, 2012. I don't know. It was one of those one of those years. Yeah. yeah. So she is joining the co-host lineup here on Tuesday nights. Happy to have you, Melanie. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And obviously joined by charming misfit. <laughs> I still don't like What's saying that. What's going on? What's up? A, <laughs> a regular now coming coming in and out of everywhere we go. And this will be the lineup for tonight because Mike Jacobson will not be able to make this week. But he did reach out earlier and said he will be on next Tuesday's show. And obviously to our newest member to the VOP family, Mr. Tony, he had a hell of a week, but he will be on next Tuesday to join the official co-host lineup as well. Thoughts and prayers to him and speedy recovery. He's doing all right, but we love you, Tony. he will be here next week. So with that, shout out to the chat room. Please share the show because obviously the whole link crap got screwed up. I, I don't really know why on that one. I mean, honestly, I did the legitimate same thing I always do. I never had an issue. And uh, this time it just started without me. It started and I was able to see it, but I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It gave me some PTSD moments to blog talk radio. So, yeah, <laughs> needless to say. And uh, quick shout-out to everybody in the chat, everybody following us. Please like, subscribe, share, show love, get the engagement scores. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do. Yesterday's show with Carrie was very highly rated and ranked. Lots of engagement, lots of gifts. Thank you all for a unique time slot, but we had fun doing it. And we, we definitely, definitely appreciate all the love and support you gave us. Remember to check out VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Check us out on Fascist Book at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. Facebook hates that. Make sure to check out the live stream after show to all of our shows done by Charming himself and whomever may join him to discuss all the shows live on the fan page page. Fan page, page, whatever. And to our on-demand audience, obviously, shout out to all of you. You guys keep us moving up in the ranks of the Podbean world, which I appreciate very much so. Remember to find us on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Anchor, on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, on Podcast One, on Pandora, on Google Podcast, and everywhere else you can find podcasts just about. We are there. 
Give us a like, give us a follow, listen, share, help us grow what we're doing here. And I appreciate it in advance. And thank you, thank you, thank you. A little programming note, just so you're aware. Again, this is the launch of the roundtable. It'll look a little bit different and sound a little bit different come next week. That's on me on the production side. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to make excuses anymore. But this show, VOP Roundtable, because it has international flair. So it'll be a different version of what we do on other nights, but still political, social issue based. So make sure to follow that public channel if you like what we do here and all the politics shows on Tuesday. I'm uh, sorry, actually, Monday night, that'll be at 8 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, and Thursday nights, 6 p.m. Eastern. Also, there is the VOP Network, which now has a nice logo. Thank you, sir. And <laughs> on that public channel, you will find the Everything Else Other Than Politics podcast. Obviously, everybody's favorite, Carrie, my tag team partner from Wednesday nights, on what is her show that I just intrude upon, but she insists it's our show, but I love that show. <laughs> she does a podcast on there with her husband every now and again. So, yeah, maybe you had the same issue I had. Yeah, that's interesting. We should have we should have talked about that, I guess, because I had that same bullshit, obviously, to make a fool out of myself. So, nevertheless, um, a lot of shows coming on to the VOP Network side, and with that, keeping it alive, remember, yes, Roundtable Tuesdays, 7 p.m., Rise by the Noise, 7 p.m. Wednesdays, VOP Radio, Thursdays, 6 p.m., Monday nights, 8 p.m., The Uncensored Truth. I'm done. Let's go. Melanie, please give a uh, quick intro to the audience, because it's a new audience for you. Obviously, I think you're pretty much known everywhere. I think you downplay your celebrity status, but you are, uh, you are, you are no. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you are, yep. you are out there yes. loud and proud and kicking ass and taking names on the commie coast. So, uh, just let everybody know who you are, what you do, what you represent, and just let me know what's on your mind. So you have the floor. Oh, oh thank you for that amazing introduction. Um, well, I'm in California, and anybody that's out here right now knows that this uh, governor of ours has gone completely out of his mind, and we had been dealing with all the COVID issues and the masks, and then that went away, and then it turned into all the Black Lives Matter issues, and now they've joined together, and they are going after businesses, good businesses, that are speaking out against the mask. They've now got the social justice warriors from Black Lives Matters taking that issue with the businesses, saying you don't care about black lives, you're racist, and you don't care about people's health. And they've sort of, like, mingled them all together, and it's just everybody's just pitted against each other right now. Mm. Um, I'm live in a more conservative area. I'm in San Bernardino County, if you know where that is, in an area you've probably never heard of called the High Desert. but uh, there's a few different counties in, in Southern California that are conservative, and uh, obviously uh, the majority of California is. Well, I would say um, in this area we have a lot more conservatives <clears throat> that are just drowned out by 
the crazy liberals. Yes. But our governor has gone out of his mind. I mean, if you, you, I can't even believe the stuff that comes out of the their Facebook page. So they've now decided that we were all okay to not wear a mask. And then about three days ago, we're killing grandmas again, and people have just lost their minds, um, screaming, shouting, fighting. Uh, you don't care about anybody. If you're not, if you're not on the, the side of the mask and the, the stuff that's coming out of, uh, the governor is very disturbing because you can take your issue wherever you want with wear the mask, don't wear the mask, but he's actually come out and said it's a mandate. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Um, they've got all the news networks here repeating something that is not true. There is no mandate. It's a recommendation from the Department of Health. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at today. This is kind of taken over. For me, because it's um, it's it's uh, it's a personal issue. Yes. For I don't believe in the mask, but to come in and say it's like a government entity is making this mandate that they do, that it's, it's an illegal mandate. They can't do that. You know, we have a system mm-hmm. that checks and balances. We're not in a state of emergency. That is the biggest misconception that's out there right now. That the social justice warriors don't seem to understand. Uh, but it's really, uh, there's one particular business that keeps coming to mind out here, which is a, a it's a living history farm. Mm-hmm. And a very close local business for everyone. Everyone supports, uh, has a big homeschool following. All the schools used to go there and do field trips. They, you know, they have an apple farm, a strawberry farm, and then they incorporate this living history, which is really amazing. It's a place that we've just always supported. And the other day they came out and said, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, we're not going to be the mask police, do what you want. And somehow in there mentioned uh, something about these writers. I, You know, it, the post made sense the way it worked together. And it got picked up and it went national. Mm-hmm. It went national as far as somebody shared and somebody shared and somebody with a big following shared. And they completely destroyed his Yelp. They destroyed his Facebook reviews. I mean, they were on it. They had a completely coordinated system. And it's just really sad to me because they're repeating this nonsense of the governor said, the governor said, the governor said. And if you don't do what the governor said, you don't care about people. And, oh, by the way, you're a racist because you share all of this constitutional history. (laughs) So that's my rant. (laughs) No, you're good. I mean, honestly... You know, one of the big things, obviously, I've come out and I've, I make fun of the mask any time I possibly can because I think it's a joke and I think it's tyranny imposed and I think it's done for obedience and control. And uh, more enough scientists all essentially concur that a mask don't do shit. But nevertheless, you know, Absolutely. like I've always said, it's my choice not to wear or wear. It's your choice to wear, not to wear. I see this back and forth finger pointing shit going on about, you know, oh, people are mask shaming and this and that. I mean, honestly, if you're doing that, you, you need a fucking hobby. But at the same time, it's like when you have the governor basically come out and say for all those who aren't wearing masks, then, you know, essentially no mask wear shaming. It, it's just it, it's ass backwards, you know. And again, we we talked about this yesterday on the show with Carrie about the same thing. We've discussed this before, a mandate, a recommendation an executive, whatever it may be, unless voted on, even the most libtard states, unless voted on by both houses and signed into law, it is not a law. And I don't think enough people know that or know enough about that. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's getting out of control. 
So I, I just, I, it aggravates me. It just really, really aggravates me. That just sets my freaking blood pressure freaking boiling there, you know? Yes, exactly. Slightly serious called it. And there's, that's just one of the many things, you know, it's just, it, it boggles my mind how people could be so blind, but then again, nothing surprises me anymore. Charming, you want to weigh in here? Oh, um, like exactly what Sirius said, it reminded me of a person that me and Carrie used to work with in the school. She was a really big, uh, like, she's like one of those people that puts hand sanitizer after everything. Like, if she opens a door, she'll put hand sanitizer on her hands. If she claps, she'll put hand sanitizer on her hands. Like, she was she was like that. And I, I remember one of the science teachers that was there, he was a physics teacher, we was talking about it, and he was saying how, you know, people that do that, you know, you're, you're, you're just making yourself a target for, for bacteria, and then you're, 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 you're not, like, making your immune system stronger. You, you end up just going to get more sick. And more and sick easier. True. So that's why I like what Sirius said. I I I I agree with that 100. percent Like you know, constantly wearing masks. Like I used to, for uh, a brief brief time. I used to work at an XO body shop, and we used to do you know painting, you know, take out dents and all that stuff. And we used to use a mask for that, you know, all the time. But that's because that's external stuff, like the paint and all that stuff that can really get in, mm-hmm. if that gets inside my body. That's going to, like, do some serious damage, if not worse, kill me, right? But now, you and know, that mask are, is filtered, though. That's, that's a yeah, filtered mask. Yeah, and it's filtered. And, yeah, exactly, and it's filtered. You know, we have, we, they, the boss spends a huge amount of money buying those little fil- fil- filter things. But these masks that people are wearing, and they're wearing it every day, and they're wearing the same mask. They're not changing masks, which that's not very hygienic. You know, they're wearing the same gloves and they're not changing yeah. the gloves. So it, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. If you open the door to McDonald's and then grab that double cheeseburger with with those same gloves, congratulations, you got COVID-19 amongst every other disease that, you know, like it's like I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, like what it, um, Melanie said, it's people people want to force it as a law. But, you know, what they what they don't understand is you're, you're just making people sicker. You know, there was a lady a, a while back. That I remember she passed out in her car because she had a mask on. And granted, that lady was definitely not the brightest light bulb in the chandelier. But, you know, like, but I'm pretty sure she was just following what, you know, her leaders were were telling her. Wear a mask at all times, you know? And no one's really... That lady had on, she had on an N95 in her car all by herself. Yeah, look at... Look at that. Like, that's like, no one's like, again, and I, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but like, no one is getting down and like talking, like, they're just talking about black and white. But we're not talking about the other five colors in, in the rainbow. You know? Agreed. Like, there's, like, and it's not like, and, and this is what we get of it. We get, oh, you're a uh, racist. If you, if you now don't wear a mask. You know, you're, if you don't wear a mask, you so, you're, you're against the Black Lives Matter movement, you're cool with George Floyd dying, you want the South to rise, you know, like, and it's like, <laughs> where, where did, where does one connect to, to the other? And this is my frustration, like, I'm waiting for like one, from either side at this point, I'm waiting for someone, I'm waiting for an alien from Mars to come down and be like, alright, listen, you guys are doing it wrong. 
You know, in my planet, we we did what you guys did, and I'm the only one left now. You know, like I'm waiting for that to happen. Like, I don't know. Just just ask China to let you know. Slightly serious, you're on live. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? I've been hearing uh, what's been going on in the uh, show today, and uh, I just wanted to chime in. And yep. you're 100% right how it's all connected. I live here in San Diego, California as well. Uh, obviously, California is the, the liberal, liberal left of the world. And the whole Black Lives Matter thing, the whole coronavirus thing, they're manipulating it any, time, any chance they get. They're fucking loving every single part of it. I'm a small business owner here in California. I got a ticket for staying open. I, I'm in the vaping industry, but marijuana is okay because the state of California receives tons of tax dollars from that. <laughs> so that's essential. So I get a fucking ticket, right, because we can't be open. People shouldn't be congregating. Well, where the fuck was that during all these protests and everything else? Why aren't these people fucking getting tickets out left and right? Yep. Can I, I ask you a question about that? It doesn't. It's because they don't. It doesn't fit their fucking agenda. That's the problem. Amen. Wait, was your ticket was your ticket after or before the riots? I was down there uh, a couple week last weekend when uh, when they um, came and took over before, San Diego. Before, yeah, before the riots, uh, before all the rioting and the protesting is when I, I received it. Okay. And basically, my ticket is a misdemeanor violation, uh, a fine of up to a thousand dollars, six months in jail. And uh, basically, it's the, I, the tickets issued for not obeying uh, Governor Newsom's orders. Wow. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Christ. But it's okay. I, to, but it's okay. You, you know, you see news reports of people fucking walking by cops after looting a store and nothing being done about that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where we can so, bring chaos and division. It, it falls into the agenda. I I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Feel free to call in any time. I love it. Thank you. I think I think that's super crazy what's what Sirius said how, you know, he just got a ticket for a thousand dollars. But all these writings that's 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 been happening and all that stuff. Like why like why isn't there a little fake law about this going around? You know, why like I don't, like I, it's crazy. Like what in the world? See the Seriously, yeah. You better not pay that thousand dollar fine. You better not. No, in the area that he's talking about, um, I don't. You know, they just went into the defund the police as well, and uh, that was, you know, sad for them, but that wasn't supported and and that didn't happen. But uh, I was down. Just uh, I had to, we had taken a little uh, vacation for the weekend. And I was sitting in my hotel room, and we had a, a beautiful view overlooking the ocean, and we're watching the boats, and all of a sudden, and we have the door open, we start hearing them coming down the street, chanting, you know, hands up, don't shoot, F the police. Police are following them silently. I couldn't believe this, okay? It was like only I would run into a protest while on a vacation trying to get away from, from everything. Cause, and then it just came out of nowhere. Those people marched for three hours, and they were not masked. They were hundreds of them, and they just, I'm okay. I looked out the window. I'm, I'm over the, on the balcony filming them, and they look little ants, you know, coming down the street. And I just, you know, like we all do, take such issue with what they're doing to our police. But how awful 
it must be for our police to have to be making sure that not only we're protected from them, but also that they're protected. They're marching basically silently with them, not in support of them, but because that's their job as the police to keep everybody protected. And it, it really broke my heart, especially to, to be right in the middle of it like that. You know, of course, I ran down out the stairs to <laughs> get a good look, you know, at that. And uh, I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because I feel that, especially in San Diego, the the citizens down there are not supporting this. These people came from a different area, wherever they're coming from, where they keep these, like, they're like flash mobs that just pop up out of nowhere. And uh, we ended up going on a, a little harbor cruise that night. And the captain and, and every, of course, I had to wear a mask to get on the boat. And I did. You know, I, I will say that I did do that because I felt like they it was the only way they could get open. Um, but that, my mask says Trump on it. So, of course, they were commenting to me about how <laughs> they couldn't. But I'm going to have to wear one. I'm going to wear one, you know, that's going to piss everybody off, too. But they were all yeah. in support. They were all coming up. The captain, the, you know, came up and said, oh, can you believe the stuff, you know, was going on down here? Nobody agrees with these people. And it's uh, it's just disheartening to see them coming through all the different communities like that. Even where I live, at this little hole in the wall in California, they were down at the end of my street, hundreds of them, for 10 hours a couple weeks before that, 10 hours of protesting. And everybody was prepared here. So, you know, they didn't do too much damage. But uh, it's, it's just a it's a frustrating thing because, like the gentleman said that just called in here, he gets a ticket two weeks before this for trying to just operate his regular business. And they're not even trying. They're not even trying to stop, you know, any of these people and, and, and accuse them of spreading the coronavirus. Yep. Selective enforcement. It's, yep. It's, it's frustrating. It's like where – and then, you know – and all I'm thinking about while all this BS is happening is they're gonna they're defunding the police. <laughs> so very soon, you know, once the police is no longer the problem, once once the police is no longer the quote unquote poster of racism, I'm really curious, what's gonna be the new enemies? What's gonna be the new bad guys? Are we gonna start going back to gangs now? Is gangs gonna be the new problem that we're gonna go back to now? Because nobody's talking about gangs. In New York City, they've been they they they've been or in, in Philly and in Jersey, they've been blasting fireworks all night for like the past two weeks. Mm. You know, they're doing yeah. that here too. Yeah, I had uh, one of my friends shared a video with me of a guy taking a fire a uh, firecracker and throwing it inside a inside a person's building apartment. Like, you know, like that's, this is what happens when we defund the police. This is what happens when, you know, when, when we decide to think the world is black and white. All the other people that believe that the world is gray, they're going to abuse that. That's what happened when the mafia kicked in. That's what happened when the gangs, like the Bloods and the Crips were on the rise and the Latin Kings and MS-13. Like, it's going to happen again. And I'm I'm more feared for, like, again, not me. I, I live in a really safe neighborhood. I'm pretty safe. I got my parents out of the hood. I got my family out of the hood. I'm good. What I'm worried about is, you know, the people. Everyone else, everyone else that that is there in New York that's happy, that doesn't know what defund the police really means, that doesn't know anything. They're just following a hashtag. 
And they're like, yep. yeah, fuck the cops. And then, oh, what happens? What happens in 2021? When next thing you know, we're going to find out, oh, the local, the local bloods are controlling the blocks, making stores have to pay them rent for protection. And if they don't pay them, they're going to burn it down. Yeah. That's a good point. That's exactly what they're doing in Seattle. Jackie, it's, if you have something to say in the chat room, feel free to call in. There's an open green button there. If you have disagreements, feel free to air it. This is an open forum for free speech, so save the comments about conservative peers. We're a mixed bag of all different political ideologies here, um, and that's how I operate all my shows. We have many different beliefs. I myself am conservative, but I'm also somebody who will say fuck you to both sides when needed without a care in the world. Uh, Charming is definitely not a conservative. Melanie is. We uh-huh. have people on here libertarian. We have people on here that are liberals. We have people on here of all different beliefs, including from Canada, as you'll see next week. So, again, the button's right there if you want to call up and uh, put your thoughts in there or your comments. It's open. We don't fear monger. We truth monger, which is more fearful and scary and than is, anything else in the world. This is such a great um thing of what we're saying about black and white and ignoring the other five colors because here she's talking about um oh what about the nine that were shot dead in chicago again we're not saying that they're not scumbag polices should you fix the police department a thousand percent i've we've said this in in the last shows there should be there should be way more training i have friends that i agree that should not be cops that became cops super easy it's i agree there should be stricter things to so to handle inside the police force, but to say and just eliminate cops, you know, to eliminate anything instead of instead of taking it down, opening it and fixing it is a waste. You know, well, here's the thing, too. You're never going to perfect the people in any situation. So, yes, we should have more training, just like in any job you have. When something happens, they come out with new codes and new regulations and there's a mm-hmm. meeting. Yeah. But as far as you're never going to make people perfect, you're never going to make people 100% in any situation. And I feel like that's a misconception, yep. even with Black Lives Matter. Okay, yep. so the, they don't really have an end goal. It's just an idea, right? There's, It's different from when we were out saying reopen California. We had something that we wanted fixed. Here, mm-hmm. it's just open-ended. And so yeah. I don't know if they in on on both issues I feel that people are never going uh to be perfect to be 100% and so you just have to fix the things that you can you know fine implement more things I'm not going to say that there's not bad police out there but I don't understand why we're focusing for every one bad cop story you can tell a 100 good ones so if we're just going to focus on, you know, that one out of 100 or whatever the statistics are, because they're I don't think they're that high. I mean, mm. I see such mm. wonderful police officers. Mm. I can't really say all that. I can't no? really agree with you on that. I, I grow, Growing up in the Bronx, I would say my ratio is more bad cops than good. I do know a lot of great cops. I do know a lot of splendid cops. I, I know a cop that died on the force because of the Eric Gardner situation, Brother Rafael Ramos. Wasn't a racist, wasn't a D-back. He was one of the dopest cops in, in the world. He got shot down, killed on his on his break. I know a lot of great cops, but in cities like in the Bronx and in the urban cities, you get a lot more douchebag cops. I won't say racist. But what kind of what kind of people are they dealing with every day? 
I mean, they're also dealing with people that are fundamentally bad. Yeah. And like we've seen everything that's getting uh, out in the open right now, we're seeing, oh, this citizen said this to this cop, physically did this to this cop, threatened yeah. the cop's life. But who's wrong here? They want to come back I, and say, oh, it was a bad cop because, you know, this is how he reacted. I agree. I agree. I agree with that to a certain extent. But the way how I see it is the same way how teachers deal with students. At the end of the day, students act crazy, do crazy things. As a teacher, right, we, we, whatever we do, you're like, let's say if I, if I was still a teacher and a student comes to me, 17 years old, which this story probably, it, it kind of did happen, came up to me, tried to attack me, tried to hit me, and I just bug out and I duff him in the face, right? Granted, if you really look at it morally, I'm not, I'm not wrong. The child acted crazy, he put his hands on me, and I have every right to, to defend myself. But as a teacher, as a professional that has learned and is that that knows that knows better as cops, we we can't we can't stoop down to their level, you know, and I feel like that's and I again, I see cops that see that situation and they never stoop down to their level. And then they are, they rise you're above. being physically attacked. OK, it's first of all, the situation's a little different because you're dealing with a minor. Um, but, but, you know, yeah, yeah, if, if you're I'm, being I'm, physically attacked. And your safety is in question. You have the right to defend yourself against yeah, anyone. That's that's sitting here. But we all live in a, a victim culture thing. where people are going to side with the attacker. You know, if you no. come in my house and I shoot you and you happen to turn around uh, for a second and the bullet goes in your back instead of the front, you're in my house. You're oh, taking no, my things. That's completely it's the thing same too. Thing. But now, but now, how many people do you know that physically attack cops? Not many. I know, I know people in the hoods that talk crap to cops, curse them out, harass, probably harass them verbally, but none of them put their physical hands on them. And I can say that knowing the fact that a white man put his knee on a black man for eight minutes and forty six seconds, and not one person did anything to stop him. You know, they don't like, again, splitting hairs with the physically touching, you know, but I was meaning in the sense that a cop, a cop has, a cop understands, you know, yeah, these dudes are douchebags and they're being a-holes, you know, but the cop loses more if he stoops down to their level than that person stooping, than, than, than that person, you know, that's, that's, what do you think about this? (laughs) I'm letting the conversation breathe. I mean, obviously I could, uh. Oh, slightly serious is calling back in or not? Okay. Okay. Uh, I have I have a lot of beliefs and I have a lot of uh, feelings and thoughts about this. It's it's all it's all agenda driven. It's always been agenda driven and always will be agenda driven. And I don't care. There's right, there's wrong across the board. So good luck when somebody commits a crime and you call Antifa for protection. Let me know how that works and see if we're fear mongering mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. All right. And again, when Black Lives Matter. When other black lives matter to black lives, then I'll start when it's not opportune and when the media tells them it's okay mm-hmm. to be outraged and upset about something, then I'll start believing their bullshit cause. Otherwise, fuck you. Everybody's a human and everybody should be treated mm-hmm. equally with respect and decency across the board. That includes the black police officers that have been killed during this bullshit as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not to take away from the peaceful protesters because they're being outnumbered by the paid Marxist scumbag sons of bitches that are sent into action to destroy, da- do damage. 
create chaos, create division, and be the media talking points, and some people fall into it. The comment was made earlier about fear-mongering. No, it's called truth-mongering. I will say fuck you to both sides and not give two shits who I offend, especially you or anyone else. We may agree on some things, may not agree on some things, but... Why, why am I saying they get paid? Do your research, and maybe you'll understand. It's not that hard. And as as far as uh, BLM taking their money from the shell groups of their 89-year-old billionaire Nazi, George Soros, and also taking money from so many industries owned and operated by China where they line up black people in the streets and march them in the camps, um, seriously? I mean, you want to you wanna preach one side? Know, know a little bit more truth. And... <laughs> Again, Jackie, you were given the opportunity to call in. You're still right there. Feel free to put your opinions out there. Again, I don't care, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to contort to what offends you or doesn't offend you. I was asked my opinion, and I'm going to give it. And I don't care if you like it or not. I believe in conversation. There could be conversations and mutual common ground found. But if you're going to come in there and call people fear mongering and say that this is a Trump rally thing, then you're being one sided, mm -hmm. which means that you are a paid fool and a prop used by the left and the media. And you are doing exactly what they want. Learn to think outside the box and look beyond the right and left divide. That's all I'm going to say about that. I feel I feel like above above all. Like, oh, let's before before we go into anything, don't you? I find it really funny how the Black Lives Matter movement is all oh, we we we're, it's not just about black people, it's about Hispanics. You know, every everyone has been wrongfully you know in, injusticed. But then Chick Fil A has a thing that's gonna be open only for black people. So I'm like, oh, in support of black in, in support of the Black Lives movement. So I'm like, oh, so Black Lives Matter. Except to Chick-fil-A. You know, I mean, all lives matter, apparently, except for Chick-fil-A, because then it's now it's straight black lives matter. I don't you know? I don't know if I haven't I heard know. that. I think that oh, was I, a saw satire. I saw it. Oh, 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 it was. Oh, OK. All right. Cool. I retract that. I was I was I'm a moron. I retract that. I retract. That. No, but uh, but but you are right that that Chick-fil-A has actually surprisingly come out in support and of Black Lives Matter because oh, yeah. they are a conservative company. Uh, they've basically pissed off both sides now, in my opinion. They're, they're you know, hmm. before the left hated Chick-fil-A because they were anti-gay and pro-religion yeah. and all these names that they mm -hmm. were calling them. And they're really not. And they're, and they're really no, not. No, they're not. They're nope, not. But not then they came out and mm -hmm. you have the... CEO of Chick-fil-A who's shining a black man's shoes and saying that, you know, we should be bowing down or whatever he said on that show. Uh, I actually thought that was satire and it had been sent to me three or four times uh, by different people until I finally opened up the video and I, I, I couldn't believe that. I could not believe that. It has absolutely nothing to do. Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with black people. Right now, we're not in a, in my opinion, a white versus black. We are in a situation where we're with good versus evil, and the people that are evil have now uh, tried to jump on the side of the black lives. And people that maybe don't look deeper into things, they're just going to jump mm -hmm. on the bandwagon of, yeah, we want something to be mad at and somebody to blame. They're being used. Yeah. Black people yeah. are being used in this situation. And if you go through the funding of Black Lives Matter, um, you know, which has been really exposed lately, it's funding a liberal white man that's running for president. 
that's it. That has absolutely nothing to do with Black Lives. And I'm sorry for anybody that's donated to Black Lives Matter thinking that they were doing a good thing and helping black people because you got you got fooled. Mm-hmm. You absolutely got fooled. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I feel like and it's another thing too, like a total side point talking about that white that white man, which I hope I believe we're talking about Biden, right? I love how Biden comes on everything, says, Oh Trump Trump has four years has done this. Trump four years has done that. Are we are we gonna forget that he's that he was in office for eight years with Obama and he did nothing? He's been in politics his whole life. You know, oh, I mean, he's oh, are we gonna forget the videos of him from when he was younger. Done nothing. Done nothing. Like, oh, oh, I hate that so much. And like people are like, I see people on my Facebook they share it. Biden is the way. Or somebody told me, or some girl was like, Biden is Bay, you know, all this stuff. And oh, I'm like, are you gross. guys serious? <laughs> you guys are super serious. Like, uh, like Biden, that's who you guys are running for. I would have, I, I would have been cool with Tim before Biden, and I think Tim would have still been a great candidate to to go up against Trump. But that's another story. That's another video for another uh, time. Charlie yeah, they definitely on. could have done better. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, they they focus on the uh, obsolete and most pathetic of things right now, not anything relevant. And again, yeah. um, they I hear so much being spoken about, and again, I don't I don't care. It's not a one sided point of view. It's you you say something and you say it with impunity and you get away with it because nobody fact checks the liberal media establishments who have their own fact checkers. And believe me, the conservative side has their American priorities and. Um, the, I forgot the other, there's a couple of fucked up groups out there that are just equally as shitty. But again, nobody puts the truth out there. Maybe you want to talk about uh, criminal justice reform. Well, we have a president that actually passed a bill for that bipartisan bill, and that was Trump. And it's like, you may not like the man, but you know what? Know the truth. Know what's actually been done and versus the one-sided hate that we constantly see thrown out there. And, uh, it's just, it's just one of those things where it pisses me off. And Biden gets a pass. Biden used to campaign with and campaign for a segregationist. I mean, he gets a pass on that. He's, he wrote the, uh, the, the justice reform bill in the 90s that Clinton passed, and he wrote it in the Senate, got it passed in the Senate, that um, helped incarcerate more black people than anybody else. And it's just like, I mean, like, come on. You know, hypocrisy, people don't deserve a free pass. And that's what I'm saying. At. But all in all, globalists know no party allegiance. They know a one-world allegiance and that's just what it comes down to so anyway charming go ahead go go to your one of your issues that you want to bring up and because i i hit um, melanie first now i'm going to go to you and then we'll flip it back to melanie and keep it rolling uh it's well it's I, well jackie kind of brought it up uh, i was going to talk about the trump rally i was literally doing the research on that before the show talking about think, looking into the trump rally about the apparently the tiktok People and the K-pop fans like trolled Trump or something, which, which apparently like they were gonna say it was gonna be a million people and then it was only like six thousand and something. And I'm I'm doing all this research and I'm I'm doing this and I'm just like, where is the like? Why is it that one side is so much louder than the other side? You know, like we hear like we hear I like I'm seeing so much more of um, AOC's tweet. You know, 
Well, it's good. She's a sitting member of Congress admitting to being part of something to interfere in a campaign for president. So she just basically admitted to something that can get her censured and technically removed from Congress. So, I mean, if it is true, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for her. That's an ethics issue. Hey, yes, yeah. it is. Oh. So, Wait, so people it, in, like, sitting seats can, like, speak about stuff? You like can this? campaign, but when you admit to be apparently spearheading an effort to try to purposely sabotage a campaign on one side or the other, it becomes an uh-huh. ethics issue. And under campaign finance reform passed – oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know when the hell that was passed. I, I I don't have my research on that one yet, so I don't want to speak too too much into Jackie, that. Jackie, I think it is real. I think – well, 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 Jackie, I don't know because the research I was doing was that the um, Trump's people came came up. They were saying how the reason why people didn't, didn't end up showing up was because of COVID-19 and they were scared. And then another person brought up a good fact was that this, the venue only, only held 19,000 seats. So a lot of people were, were thinking, oh – I'm probably not gonna have anywhere to sit, so I'm just gonna support Trump at home. Listen, it has, let me speak I mean, on this for a second because I I went to a Trump rally before COVID. It mm-hmm. was in Las Vegas, and through the process, I went online, I got my tickets, and I'll be honest, I got my tickets not knowing if I could go, but I got my tickets because uh, okay, I'm gonna get the tickets; they're free, and if I can go, that's great. Yeah. And if not, then too bad, but I'll have them. The process yeah. is the tickets are not numbered. It's so that they can get an idea of how many people are going. I had a horrible time finding out from the venue what time I would need to be there to get in line. How many people are you going to let in? Nobody knew anything. I just couldn't get an answer. Mm -hmm. So I drove to Vegas, which is about three hours from me, got in line at 1 in the morning, was let in at 8 in the morning. I mean, there were people everywhere. Had I gotten there any later... I wouldn't have been able to get in. in. And and I'm just saying this as my same feeling was, um, if I had known that there were 500,000 people ahead of me, I wouldn't have showed up either. So I do think that that was a deterrent. Um, And let's look at the media for the last Trump rally, right? The media, like, from, I've never, I've never been to a, a political rally ever in my life. You know, but from what I've seen from last year's Trump rallies, and I don't know if it's true, but this is what my brain, the simple minded media consumer brain. Right. What I saw was that every Trump rally, there was a riot. There was a fight. There was a thing. There was something. Bullshit. That's absolutely not true. I'm almost sure. I'm almost sure it was bullshit. But again, as my simple minded media consumer mind. Right. If I see this and I support Trump, I'm like, yo, I'm not going to I want to risk getting duffed in the face. Like, I'll just support him at home. I'll shoot him the text. You know, that they still do that, right? Support Trump. Text Trump to 66642, whatever. Like, I'll just do that. Like, I feel like it's more, I feel like, I feel like that to me was like, oh, that's why people, people didn't show up. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to a place that I know, like, again, and then, and then this goes into what I learned from the hood. If I, if I know a block is really hot, if I know a block is mad, is really spicy, has really conflict, I'm not going to go through there. Never. I'm never gonna go through that. I'm gonna figure out a way to go to go to to go around. It's the same mindset. If I know something, but that's gonna not be what's around. happening though. Trump has the most loyal supporters out there. He has the oh, no, biggest turnout for his campaigns and the safest. I can't even tell you how much I've never gone through security in any event, courthouse, oh, no, anywhere sure, I've ever I'm been, sure like I did there. I'm sure I felt very safe. safe. I was felt very safe, and the whole uh, arena that we were in was non-seated. Which is a disaster waiting to happen, in my opinion. We walked into that, and I thought, "Oh my God, we were very close to the front once we got in the doors." 
And, uh, you know, because when you get in that kind of mob, it's a mob mm-hmm. setting, even if there's yeah. nobody mm-hmm. uh, fighting or arguing or anything like that. Yeah. The only fighting yeah. that I saw, uh, and it, we're, we're not talking big fights or anything, was just people mm-hmm. trying to get to the front and people, like yeah. two friends of mine, there were four of us together, two of them went to go to the bathroom and the people would not let them, the people, the, the, the Trump supporters, didn't believe them that they were as close to the front as they were, wouldn't let them through. There may have been a few, like, push and shove kind of things, but there yeah, was no... Not, to me, that's you know, like Comic-Con problems, you know? Like, to me, I think of every... Yeah, I just want to say, that is any place like, where yeah. people want to get to the front. Yeah, and these exactly. are all people that are on the same side. I do mm-hmm. not... I mean, I do not think... And to make it yeah. out to be to, for not showing up at this rally. Yes, it was a concern. Okay, yeah, anybody at this kind of political climate with what's been going on the last couple months is going to wonder, yeah. is that something yeah, yeah. that would be safe to go to? They had the National Guard there. They had their Secret Service. It was probably one of the safest events you could be at. But the reason that they stopped letting people in, and this is from the mouths of people that had attended the event, was that the temperature checkers left early, and they had people messing with the events. They had people, they had to stop entry. And so I don't think that that's a fair assessment to say that, uh, you know, people were afraid to show up because the people were there and they were getting turned away. And I I find it crazy how, like, you know, you, you just told me all that. I didn't, I didn't know this, right? I didn't know all this. Why is it that this is not being spread out as loud as the other stuff? Even on the other side, you know, even on, even on, even on the conservative side, it's not being spread or yelled as loudly as what the leftists the are liberals saying, are know? better with social media that's a fact yeah 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 that yeah, is a fact I, they are better with social media they yeah. have a younger group of people yeah. and they're better with their hashtags and they're better with twitter yeah. um yeah. but as far as some of the exactly. things that i told you yeah. about when i went the things that I, that's why i mean i wrote like a photo story of when i went and shared it specifically yeah. for that reason because you know people want to know the details of how things go you know, if they're thinking yeah. of what's it going to be like if I go there. And that information should be out there more. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm only talking about my little Facebook or just shared with my friends. But that was my reasoning behind that was, well, here's the things that I couldn't find out before I went. Um, and here's what actually happened. Here's a video from inside. Here's um, here's a fact you don't know about Trump. The man is not orange. Okay. I was... I, I could have, you know, thrown a water bottle out if I was that close. I'm dead serious. And I'm looking at his face, and um, I'm looking at him through my phone, and I'm like, he's his hair is washing him out. Like, he's not looking the same to me in person as he is uh, through these cameras. And, and yeah. that was a big surprise to me was that his complete skin tone is nothing like it looks on TV. You know? And, you know, it's, and you know, and- it's really, it's really crazy. He's not yellow. I really swear he was yellow. So he's like a white, like he's he's white skinned. He just has yeah, like he's he is white skinned. He has. Oh, you want my opinion? My opinion is he has the wrong hair color, and I think it washes him out on TV. And he looks orange through the lens, but in person, I saw this. I wasn't expecting that, and I was honored, <laughs> you know, to be able to have gotten that close, yeah. you know, to him. That. You know, I can't even tell you what that was like. It was just so exciting. The whole, the energy of the whole thing. It was just one of the best decisions I've ever made to go. Like I said, I wasn't sure if I could go and couldn't decide. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm no, so happy that I did. 
Nah, you know it's funny. I said this political, um, this political thing. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go to both. I'm gonna, if there's a Biden rally next to me, I'm gonna go to it. Just because that is, if there's a Trump rally, I'm gonna go to it. You're a better you person know? than I am. Nah, you know, cause you know, not for nothing. I'm, I, I, I'm not. I'm still like I told Dan, even though Dan slowly, you know, like he's like the Sith Lord, you know, like come to the dark side. You know, let your hatred grow stronger. Like he's like he's literally like that every time. But like I'm really like I don't really fit in a political party bubble because I just like it's something I don't agree with in every party. And I feel like eh, like and until the right political man comes up and says, hey, and I don't care who it is, if he's Democrat or Republican, goes, look, I'm this and this, but we're gonna do this shit the right way. I'm like that's who I'm following. I'm following a smart man. I'm not following a moron man. You know. But I so I, and uh, for. Oh, well, just going to say, for the record, what I preach is I don't preach anyone, anyone to come to my side of anything. All I preach for is I want people to find their own truth. I want I want people to see things with a different perspective. I don't try to push my conservative leanings on anyone. I won't try to push liberal leanings on anyone. I will speak truth and I will always speak truth. And I want other people to have a different perspective and open eyes to what's actually going on. Because believe me, whatever we have going on in this country right now, it's uh, definitely a globalist agenda. And it's bigger than anything that's being discussed in the media. And that is where I come from. So I was dumb and blind, too. And then I woke up. Yeah, yeah. All right? I woke up. And it's one of those deals where... Both sides, both sides are inherently evil. I think that if Republicans owned their history, they'd actually show one some balls yeah. and actually correct the record instead of revisionist history. Yeah. Democrats, same thing. Don't, don't try to be so virtuous and loving and we're the party of race and acceptance mm-hmm. when you're literally the party yep. of fill in the blank, fill in the blank, fill in the blank. If they had it their way right now, they would tell you the Democrat president, Abraham Lincoln, along with his army of Antifa, freed the slaves. Okay? This is right. this is what they want you to believe. It's called a dumbing down and a revisionist history, and facts matter. Facts that may not be positive to one side or the other matter. Yep. I look at it from an outsider perspective. There's one person in this world that both sides hate, that the media hates, that the globalists hate, and they want gone. Yeah. That's the president. And like Kennedy himself said, uh, what's his – I always forget his name. The older Kennedy, I, I, I apologize for forgetting his damn name. Uh, the one that has the, uh, I think it's ALS, I believe it is. Uh, not Ted. <laughs> He's rotting in hell where he belongs with the girl. Um, no, it's not Ted. Um, I have heard of that. I can't think of his name. I apologize, but he, it may, I think it is Robert. Thank you, Jackie. Robert Kennedy? He was Ooh, the that one that right, said yeah. when he's, when he spoke about the, he's very much against vaccines and yes, it's Robert. Us, but that's another story. It's Thank Robert you. Kennedy. Yeah. He came out and said, understand something, regardless of your beliefs, they're willing to start a world war, sacrifice economies and sacrifice lives with one mission. And that's to remove him before his second term. Yeah. Ask yourself why? And I thought that was very telling and very yeah. different and a very unique perspective. And when you look at it from the outside, not letting the bias of the bullshit media, because yeah. listen, CNN fucking sucks. MSNBC fucking sucks. Fox News fucking sucks. OAN fucking sucks. They all suck the same. They're all sucking that uh, globalist you-know-what as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. and they have an agenda. So look at the truth, and you know what? The, the, fruit, the fruit 
I can't think of the whole fucking uh, see it. OAN, yeah, OAN's OAN has a mix of good and bad, but they're going bad really quickly, unfortunately, Jackie. OAN, I had some faith in, and now they're starting to slip. We all suck, Harlem. You're right, but no, it, it's it's sad to see when so many people. Now, it used to be when I would go on One American News Network, I would hear a different opinion, different agenda. Now, I could turn on CNN, turn on MSNBC, turn on Fox News, turn on Newsmax, turn on OAN, and hear the same story put out there by everybody. That, to me, is problematic. And but I, I also feel that's that. because they're so owned by the advertisers. And look what happens. Oh, yeah, Anytime you have somebody that speaks Bloomberg. the truth or something a little more extreme or mentions anything global – uh, the advertisers start pulling their ads, and then they're off the network. I mean, we know Tucker's coming next, mm-hmm. and he's probably the most honest person out there on Fox mm-hmm. News, in my opinion. I think he does a great job for what he can say, but you know that's coming. Seven advertisers have pulled already, yeah. and yep. they're not, not going to keep us. Uh, everybody stand by. we got a caller. Eric? Yes. Yeah, right? My name is Eric, and I'm calling from Georgia. I live just right outside of Atlanta. Um, the thing I would chime in on when it comes to the media um, is two issues. Number one, you know, be, are, are you a Nielsen family? If so, turn off the fake news is what I would say. And, and, and two, the only way we can work together to stop media bias is you really have to go after their advertisers, writing grievance letters, boycott or not, about how much, you know, buying – these companies' products is meant to you, and and, and basically saying to them that they can, you, we can no longer, in good conscience and good faith, continue to purchase from them. That they're going to continue to support this fake news agenda. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you get an invite from the Nielsen Media Research to participate in the Nielsen ratings, just flat out say no, because um, we know the Nielsen ratings is flawed and outdated. Oh yeah. And don't forget about Bloomberg being biased and, and Al Jazeera English, the BBC, and, and other networks in other countries and, and how they're so steadfast against Trump. Yep. Um, and, I and I'm also a regular on the Slightly Serious Show as well as the John DeVito Show, the Talking Corner, and the Chit Chat with the Old Man. And I graciously extend y'all an invitation to come and check out those shows sometime. And I enjoy what y'all are doing here. Awesome. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of your show. Thanks for calling. You take care. Thank you. Yep. Feel free to join us anytime. See that, Jackie? You could do that too. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jackie. Boom. Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Jackie. Jackie, we love you. I was just pulling your leg. No, but it is good to have opposing beliefs. I mean, we can't just keep talking to each other. So. Yeah, what is Dan general, saying? I mean. He says echo chamber, right? He doesn't want this to be an mm-hmm. echo chamber. Yeah, so we love we That's love right. that stuff. We we just don't like the comments. We just don't like the you know. Let's just be nice and respectful. You know. No, it's I I I'll admit that uh, I am. Thank you, slightly serious. Appreciate that. Um, I admit that I get a. I'm very passionate. I'm emotional, but at the end of the day, my core, my belief, my reason for starting mm-hmm. all this back in 2007 and the radio stuff in 2009, where we said "fuck you" live on AM and FM radio and took it to online, which was a really big risk. But nevertheless, the reason why that was done is because I wanted a platform where everybody can be heard, and that's something we've done with the big show on Thursday, Voice of USA Radio. We yeah, we we used to be on Real Radio. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Check out the Thursday show. You'll hear about that story. But um, 
you know, I honestly, that show has been around since 2009. And one of the things I've loved and people say is wrong is, oh, we have a caller. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Forget that, that thought there. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Welcome to the round table. I'm, I'm trying to hit connect. Why, why isn't it like Oh, no, he's here. Yet? I see him. Are you? Sue, uh, Sue, try calling again. There we go. There we hola, go. Hola, hola, hola. Hola, hola, hola. Como estas? Oh, that's all I knew was hola, but thank you. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? You want to uh, weigh in? Yeah, yeah. What's the topic? What's the topic? We're talking about anything and everything and basically really talking about the globalist agendas and the media corruption and various other things like that. <laughs> Okay, well, um, I'll listen in for a second, then I'll comment. Copy. That works. So basically, again, that's why that's why I started this when I started, because I wanted a collective, and people used to say, why do you have three, four, five co-hosts on? We went to Blog Talk, we went to Spreaker, because simply I wanted to have a different point of view and different perspectives. I can go out there and do my own podcast and which I do and which I will this weekend do my own three hour podcast versus me alone putting out my beliefs and I offend both sides. I, I promise you that. And uh, <laughs> I just I just have to say it's one of those deals where I want different opinions. I want conversation to be had between all sides versus one side yelling in your face and name calling and attacking and I, I get I get irate sometimes. I get pissed off because I want conversation. I think conversation can be had if people are willing to actually break it down and have intellectual conversation and actual put thoughts out there and choose something. So, so can I ask it. you a, a question? Go ahead. Uh, so um, what's your, your views on um, the Black Lives Matter movement and the current situation at hand? Anybody else want sure. to answer? Sure. I want Oh. Oh, damn. oh, go ahead, go oh, ahead. You He'll are. answer after you. Um, I believe that what happened to George Floyd, and this is coming from a born and raised Bronx native, Puerto Rican man, what has happened to George Floyd and countless of blacks and Hispanics in, in, in our country is wrong. And this is long overdue. I do believe that a lot of other variables are using this opportunity and are tarnishing what the idea of Black Lives Matter is really trying to do. And now it's like, and because of that, it's where Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement is just surrounded by fog of looting, fog of protesting, fog of uh, mass media that doesn't know anything, you know, where, you know, I was going to ask Dan and Melanie this before, like, you know, I feel like America at this point, we don't even know what we're even fighting for anymore. We're just now, we're just raising our fists just to raise our fists, you know, where now where I think we forgot about the main problem and the main problem is, is that there is injustice in this country. There is, you know, the weak is not being protected, you know? The ones that, that can't speak up are not being protected. And that's that's why the Black Lives Matter movement started. That's why, you know, we that's why we all started 
banding to, together to give those people a voice. That's what I take on this current situation. Dan? Okay, um, real quick, if I can uh, comment. You said, uh, I understand sure. the looting. I never mm-hmm. condone looting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm in the midst of it. The police about to kill me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't understand the point of protesting. Protest. Protesting is a, a constitutional right. So why would that be a, a, a no? No. 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 We. I feel like people are are. I, I feel like again, that's what the media is trying to make it seem like. We're like the like everyone's against protesting. We're not against the protesting. Protesting is fine. That's our right. That's smart. What we was against was that before we was protesting, there was um there was project buildings being 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 raided. You know, there was there was stores, black owned stores being looted and rioted. And then it morphed into protesting, and then the Antifa people, you know, started started mixing in. Yeah, we're we're protesting, but then they're being violent, you know. Like again, I said this before. On no, I, the, I disagree with that. No, I mean this. Okay. They, they came in with an agenda. I mean, look at what happened. I think everybody can agree on George Floyd that he was murdered. Like hands down, I don't think I've seen anybody dispute that. It was absolutely wrong. You can watch the video. It's not a matter, mm-hmm. you know, of, uh, of this opinion, that opinion. But, mm-hmm. you know, after that, we have a justice system. And that justice system has to have time to work. He was arrested. The uh, other officers were arrested. And they, we have to have a trial and a uh, conviction and all those things that, that go along with that. Uh, those things are are in the process of happening. And, and no matter what... Um, what's going on right now has absolutely nothing to do with that. I mean, they're all arrested for that particular incident, okay, for that particular mm-hmm. incident. What more could have been done at that point? We're in a situation now where you have organized people that have put together these events. Don't think that Black Lives Matter is a grassroots. Black Lives Matter is Occupy Wall Street. You know, there it's it's a it's an agenda driven um, socialist movement that is taking advantage of these mm-hmm. situations where people are upset, they're mad, they're vulnerable. Yeah. But we weren't in a situation. I'd have been out there protesting right along if there had been a uh, 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 if they had been not convicted. And we watched all that video, and they said that you know that officer was not guilty. Everybody would have been out there with them, but you have to let the system have time to work. And instead, uh, people aren't even realizing that they're being used right now. This Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with black lives and black people. And like I said earlier, because I don't know how long you've been listening, but we covered this issue, you know, a little while ago. We had a big discussion about this. Um, this it's not representing anything with any anything with change. It's not. You're it, it, not going to perfect the people. You're not going to make. A situation where this doesn't happen again, let's say, because people are out burning buildings and throwing bricks and we have complete anarchy all over the country. Uh, I, I would like to know, I mean, what is the goal of Black Lives Matter? That, that would be my question to you. What, what, what specific thing do you want to happen for people to stop destroying our country? Because it's gotten completely out of hand now. They're tearing down monuments 
they're doing things that have absolutely nothing to do with George Floyd. And George Floyd's family has come out and said he would never want this. Okay? And it's really, it's making a mockery of our, our whole our whole justice system. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm about to, let me get settled. Um, I totally agree with um, things being uh, not uh, a properly thought out plan. Um, uh, one second. And uh, with any kind of change, uh, you go into it, you have to, like, GPS it, map it out. You got to know where you're starting, where you're heading to, your destination, mm-hmm. yep. and all yeah. the yep. pinpoints through it. But the dysfunction is coming from the outrage of my people and other people who have been wrongfully, you know what I'm saying, treated and et cetera. You know, that's anger coming out. And us being human beings, you know... That's not saying it's right, but that's that's where it's coming from. But after all that, I agree. Like, what's next? Because the, the, to answer the gentleman's question, like, what is the purpose of it? The purpose of me or my even putting my two cents in it is to bring awareness to fairness, not just for Black Lives Matter, for everybody. You know what I'm saying? To the justice system mm-hmm. needs to be fair. Yes. Because it always mm-hmm. comes about when something happens to an individual mm-hmm. no matter what they did in their past at that particular moment that per- Mr. Floyd didn't deserve that as long mm-hmm. as it was another no. person if they could name could have been Mr. White it, you know what I'm saying and I try mm-hmm. to ask individuals to put yourself or your family member in that situation you feel me you will want justice too or you will have so many questions yep. and your anger might take you to a point where you start throwing mm-hmm. rocks and shit at buildings it bounced back and hit your dumb ass in the head. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but, nice. but I just think that it, it's a movement that, that, that must gain its focus. You know what I'm saying? One thing I want to say, like, in the area that I'm around, you know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. people get sidetracked by the, the title of it, Black Lives Matter. And they start to think too much into of it. Like, what you mean Black Lives Matter? Everybody like, it's not, I think Ms. Herbal said in the comment, it, it doesn't mean that other lives doesn't matter. It's just right now in this particular time, it seems like all the adjustment or the system is against this this culture. You For whatever reason, you feel what I'm saying? And I hate when someone dies like that and all they can think of. I think I read something. I don't know if it was fake news or not. What they talking about? Okay, we clearly saw that it was wrong. You know, even the bystanders, when you commit murder, if you're with someone else and they're committing more murder, okay, they did the act, but now you're the accessory because you did nothing to stop this person or, or to mm-hmm. help the situation. So you're accessory. This is hearsay because I don't know. I'm just saying hearsay. I heard that one of the officers, the one that didn't actually um, cause Mr. Floyd's death, made bail. You know, and um, oh, yeah, that was I an outrage. Yeah, but that's. I saw that. But that's bail. That doesn't say he's not guilty. There's going to be a trial. But listen, but listen, we're talking about the fairness. You said what this this fight is about. It's about fairness because there's other people in situations that even it didn't even cause nobody to lose their life. It didn't even cause them. And they because bail is up to the judge. 
It's up to the judge. Right. You got some people, you can, the yeah. lawyer can ask for it. They can deny it. They could revoke it. So it's up to the judge. So in other situations, from a person from not, from, that isn't from that, that, uh, um, isn't an official of the law, wouldn't get that chance, wouldn't get bail. You know, or it's set up to, I'm, I'm, I'm from the poverty and shit. How the fuck I'm gonna come up with two million dollars worth of bills? Yeah. So even if it's set, it's out of reach. So it's just seemed like I, my movement yeah, and my focus is bringing fairness to it. That's it. You do the mm-hmm. fucking crime, you do the time. I don't give a fuck what race you is. You yeah. do it, you do the time. I don't care mm-hmm. if you're a police officer, if you're a judge, if you this. But as you see, depending on your status, mm-hmm. is how they charge you, and that's yeah. unfair. But that's not race. That's class. I mean, that's that's rich versus poor. That's power versus you know. And I completely agree with you there. Exactly. You can take this down even to. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, to talk over you. But I'm saying you can take this even to family court, let's say, and it's who wins, who's got the better lawyer, who's got more money. That completely, absolutely agree with you on that issue. So that's why I say the Black Lives Matter. Uh, someone had a great thing. You got to empower ourselves. We have to build up ourselves. Because, you know, you got to speak with money. Money talks. So yeah. you can go around here looting, tearing down st- statues and shit like that. But if you're not speaking with money and, and, and empowering these black businesses and uh, and and making sure that uh, 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 minorities and shit like that start applying for these positions to try to get all of these hatred-ass motherfucking cops out, out the equation... Then it's going to continue, but it's a it's a fight that I I try to encourage individuals around me that it's not an easy fight. This is not it's going to happen tomorrow. Fight. People probably don't see the 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 pros of this or everything that's good coming from this to my grand my child grandkids grandkids. But that's not the issue. We got to start today. But I think people lose their focus, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like it's all over the board. Even like my conversation right now is all over the board because no one can can stop. And step one, it's, it's like 200 right. steps in step one. Yep. And you got to yeah. start slightly and then move forward and forward. And I, but we got to hurt. We, we got to be heard. And <laughs> I feel the being. And that's where. I, I was just going to say that's where that's where I have a lot of animus towards the media for purposely putting mm-hmm. so many different topics mm-hmm. out there and never paying full attention to one and causing this divisionary shit and never focusing on any one solution. They want constant chaos, and I think the media is just such a big accessory yeah. to all crimes and injustices, and that's just my thought. Go ahead, like, Charmin. Um, I was going to say, like, I agree with everything that um, Soul, right? That's, a, that's, that's your name, darling? I don't, don't want to pronounce yeah, it Sue. wrong. Sue, Sue, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um... What Sue said, I agree with it. I, and what Dan said too, and Dan knows, because we, I, I, I like, I, at this point, it's not ranting. I whine to him about this all the time, like how the media is, like they, they think, or the world thinks, oh, if we're on the media, if we're on mainstream media, that's it. The whole world's gonna know. But it's kind of like a double-edged sword. With you being on mainstream media, you get a lot of other BS attached to you. You know, like, and I feel like, you know, like, again, I support the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't support the company because I support the movement of what of what it is. And this is this is coming from a Puerto Rican man that grew up in the Bronx, that's seen injustice, has experienced injustice. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I live in Florida now. I'm with them. No, no, no. I'm with you guys. What I don't like is that is that is that our our black leaders, 
our black leaders, the Killer Mikes, the Candace Owens, the T.I.s, those, all those people that stood on that podium and did that whole um, uh, debate I agree. a couple years back, they when, when the death of George Floyd happened, they didn't react quick enough. They didn't stand up as soon as it happened. Well, they they well, didn't listen, go to their I, people and Well, say, let me hey, tell you something. You would never know personally because... You going off what media tells you. You don't know what this person is doing off camera. Oh, I follow, so that's why I, I, follow, never, I, I follow all of them on social media. I follow and to them tell on you every single social media. I understand they may not tweet about it and all that stuff. But I, I, I like shit to come from the heart. Not saying that some things ain't going to be um, um, put into the... Uh, Mm-hmm. On the mainstream, okay. on the front. Yeah, yeah. But you never know what somebody yeah, yeah. is doing you when, the when they incognito. The yeah, they incognito yeah. with a hat. And you don't even know this. This I think, uh, I don't know if it was a hoax or something like that. But during the march, I think somebody yeah. caught a celebrity. I don't know if that was really him or a lookalike. Was, yeah, but yeah, it, I like yeah, when yeah. you see... I like yeah, when yeah, you yeah. see shit and it's mm-hmm. un- unexpected because sometimes yeah. when you, you bring the me- media and, and, and the cameras around, it seems so un. Uh, Unsincere. It, it doesn't yeah. seem sincere. Yeah, are you doing it to help That's the people? Or are you doing point. it to make so, to make sale I, records or sell your so product? I, so I agree with that. So if Killer Mike and had if they had all that that point, if they if they had that that point of view, then why did they go on their platforms and say, "Now do y'all understand?" You say Killer Mike. They, you say Killer uh, Mike. Yeah, I'm saying these these are our these are our black these are our black leaders. Candace Owens, Ti, my motherfucking black leader. Oh well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying you, darling. But I'm saying these these are the people that Black Twitter has allowed to be their leaders. And saying the name and saying the name, Killer Mike tells me that Killer Mike has had a hit album in years, and it's a perfect opportunity. He's not even a rapper. Sadly, he's not even a rapper. But this is, but, but you're also, but you're also adding to the, but you're also adding to the point that Black Twitter, the Black community, has allowed these people in the in the debate that Ti and all them had. They didn't have the real, the real Black Black leaders there. You know, they didn't have anybody from the, they didn't have any one of Martin Luther, um, Muhammad Ali's kids there. They had, they didn't have anybody from the King Foundation there. Who they had? T.I., a rapper. Who they had? Candace Owens, a moron. Who they had? Killer Mike. A moron. You know? Exactly. Killer everything. Killer Mike is a black activist. And, um, like, he's uh, a... Uh, Killer yeah, Mike like, is his name? Killer Mike. Yeah, Killer Mike. They had all these people. These are the people that, again, my darling, your fat? community is has elected fat? as your... He's hella fat. Like he's Candace Owens is conservative and she she's not how are you how are you crossing these together that she's not speaking for the black community right now. She's trying, but she's being shut down because See, oh, she's she's really black liberals. The black community need to speak for itself. They got their own voice. They can make their own right. They don't need this one person on the block. If I live in one ghetto, this whole section, if we build Mm -hmm. this section up, we empower and everybody do their section. Everybody's waiting for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's ex. Dan, don't 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 I always say that every every time we leave a show that if we just stick, if we connect, if we stand as a community, that's how we beat injustice. 
If we if if we get yep. ten friends in the hood and go, yo, let's buy that bodega, let's buy that laundromat, let's buy that bank. It's not hard to buy a Bank of America. It's not hard to but buy to buy a pharmacy chain. With the conversations I've had with people. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they, they don't have no ambition. They, they comfortable mm-hmm. with where they at, yeah. where they stand. Like, yeah. at the end because of the day, like, I'm a mother. Yeah. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. You know what I'm saying? I feel as though my, 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 my kids didn't ask to be here. So I feel as mm-hmm. though even generations before me, they left me with nothing. I just came home from, from, from prison, right? I just came home. I had to start mm-hmm. from scratch. Why? Because it ain't no family home. It wasn't a family mm-hmm. or something so I could restart myself. I had to start from scratch. I'd be damned. I'm going to do every with every breath of my body to do to establish us some way, shape, or form. Not saying that whatever business I built up from the ground, that might that might not be my, my daughter's passion. But this is going to be something there for her to, to, to help her start her own passion. She's going to have some kind of foundation there. And that's what I'm saying with the black community. Like, when I hear all these uh, famous people, Ralph Lawrence, Tommy Hilfiger, and all these people that I know, I spend tons of money on because, you know, black people got that swag and they got that fashion and stuff like that. <laughs> and we can build up our own brands and stuff like that. Them yeah. people, when they check their annuals account and how much they made and they lost this whole black culture from buying it, then you start getting, you fuck, like, at my job, you know what I'm saying? You late for work. You're not doing this. They start fucking with your money to get you to realize yep. you could talk to people all day. Start fucking with their money and they're going to realize. And that little percentage, whether it's 3% or whatever, that they see, you know what I'm saying? I always see things. I'm not always good with numbers, but the um, uh, Metro Transit, them motherfuckers go up three cents. And that don't sound a lot, but three cents to them mean $4 billion in a year. You feel what I'm saying? So I look at numbers like that. Like, we got to start building ourselves up, building our brands up and stuff like that and, and, and talk talking numbers. All this voice Amen. and all that shit don't matter. Everything is about yep. money in this yep. world. You either got it or you don't. As, and when as, you don't, as, you see the things that happen. You're com- uh, completely right. And, and power the all these young on. kids to go to school, become the mm-hmm. judges, become the lawyers, all these people that's in, in power positions. We, and we even if school position. isn't even, and even if school isn't even for the next generation, you know, there's there is other ways, there's other outlets that you can do. You can invest in yourself. Just invest in yourself. They scared to do that. Most of them scared to do that. <clears throat> I rather work for a company for all these years when I could have been doing all the all the hard work building up my own company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I Come think on, about that is no that's an. But you, you know, and I, I don't know how old you are, but, um, you, I'm 87. you, okay. Um, and I wasn't asking you, but you know, I'm 43 and I, the, what mindset that I even had at 20 years old versus I think back now and I think I didn't know any of these things back then. You know, I didn't, there are things that didn't cross my mind. I never even thought about like the things that you were saying about, you know, starting a brand or starting a business. So there are things that we learn. You know, unfortunately, we're after, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're on, you know, on the other side of, uh, you know, our kids, like now my kids are just about grown and I'm thinking, oh crap, why didn't I do this with them, do that with them, set things up better for them, do better for myself when I was younger, make better choices and decisions. So I, I really applaud you oh, for everything you're saying. Yep. Hey. All right. So, I love the conversation. I'm going to have to keep the show moving because we're nearing the end. So, <laughs> i got to get in a little plug. But, uh, 
I, I honestly, I love the engagement. I love the uh, engagement appreciate the chat room, and I appreciate everybody. Thank you for calls. calling. Definitely. Feel free to call in again when we're on. And everybody out there, please, 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 I appreciate it if you share the show. Do what you do. I appreciate the everybody getting involved there. I see a hell of a lot of engagement in the chat room. And this show has gone by super fast. And uh, for for our for our longtime listeners, just so you know, I mean, I honestly, that's I'm gonna give a little breakdown here, okay? That's what I wanted this show to be about. Mm-hmm. I wanted this show to be literally a roundtable discussion of and next week when we have the other co-host on as well. I'm trying to take more of a backseat here because I want to hear different people, different voices, different perspectives. And something I say all the time, if you want to be involved with what we do and you want your own show, if you don't have one already, hit us up. Charmin will put out the email. I'll do it. Uh, I don't know if you have the email. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was already there typing it wrong. <laughs> you know, it's all good. But seriously... Anybody can feel free to mm-hmm. join what we do, have your own show. We have plenty of slots open. We are going to be building and going to a 24-7 streaming network style very soon. But, again, we moved everything here to Podbean, and I appreciate the follow and the support. Please feel free to keep us on your mind every week as we're going to start having shows Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with additional shows to come. So I ask you all, this show has been probably the most engaged show I think we've ever had. Uh, which is different. I love it. I love seeing all the different people in the chat room, whether you agree or disagree. The fact that you're able to have conversation and discourse, that is what matters most. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are open to yeah. here. So again, next week when we have Mike, we have Mike in the co-host chair. We have Tony in the co-host mm-hmm. chair. We have you two. Honestly, I think it's going to be a really cool thing to have that round table style discussion about current issues, social issues, whatever it is. Um, Everybody else, remember sure. VOPUSARadio.com. VOP- no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I was going to reply to Joanna. She said, I know blacks because um, Spanish and others come into states and get loans faster. Speaking from an Hispanic boy that's building his own business, it is not easy for his for Hispanics. I'm sorry that you think that that's what it is. I'm not saying that we have it worse. It's easier for illegals. Yeah, it's easier for illegals, and that's just not Mexicans. That goes Whoa, for Irish illegals. Like, exactly. not for nothing. I know more illegals that is n- Russian, yeah. Chinese. I know more that is not Mexican Korean, than is yes. anything, but it's it's more easier for them than it is for us. Like, we're in the same group. Correct. I've I've done multiple. I try to get I try to get multiple business loans, and I've gotten half the BS for bullshit. Like uh, so, I'm just just wanted to verify that to everybody so that everybody knows. For for illegals, it's super easy. For us that live in America, that is part of the lower class, it's not easy for us. And Joanna, please, yeah, feel yep. feel free to call. I'm so sorry, Dan. So <clears throat> no, no, you're good, you're good. I just wanted to put out there again the website vopusaradio.com vopusaradio.com. Follow us. Follow what we do also on Fascist Book, a.k.a. Facebook. Feel free to like our fan page and follow Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Stay up to date on upcoming shows on Twitter at USA Radio. And again, on demand, we're on every freaking place that has podcasts or is. So whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Uh, thanks to Carrie. Apparently, Alexa, you could say us and we could pop up too. So <laughs> until they censor our ass. Um, it, it is coming. I promise you that. But again, feel free to engage, follow what we do. 
We want to hear from everybody and anyone. So moving on to the last half hour of this show here. Melly, I want to go back to you because that's where I was going in the lineup. What's another issue you want to I don't know. About? We've covered quite a bit. Um, oh, man. I know. I know. I do feel like – well, you know, that's the thing, too. It's uh, it's kind of like the caller was saying, you know, the, the issues, are, they're all kind of mixed together. Um, I, I really I, – okay, let, let me go here on this. Uh, what what she was talking about about the justice system, um, I, I really think that's a, a big misconception too. With uh, we're 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 confusing c- class and race quite a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I I did mention this briefly, but I said it even comes down to like family court, and you know when when anything comes you know through the system like that, it all comes down to who's got more money. And uh, it's it's a hard battle if you don't have an attorney and the other side does. It doesn't matter if they're a good person, bad person, because they're gonna you know nitpick you to death. And if you're in family court, you know you better have enough money to to go all the way through until they're 18 years old, because at any point they can take you back to court. You can take them back to court. So I definitely think that um, I actually I very much support reform of of money in situations like that. I I, I feel that it's unfair that. Uh, it, whoever has the most money wins, and it's I think if that goes down to if you're in custody court, you're arrested, where your bail is set. I don't know what would happen, you know, uh, in a situation like that, or also how they set the bail. I mean, how does that work? And it's up to you know each judge, you know, based on what, like where where do they get yeah. those figures? Because I, I really do think that that's something that needs attention, and I do feel like. It, it is not a racial issue, but it's definitely something that needs reform. And I think it gets lumped into, uh, you know, the, the, the race war um, and the, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of white people that are broke. OK, I speak from experience. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a hard thing when, when you don't have, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, finances, you know, to, to back that up. So. And, I, you know, I feel like, you know. Not for nothing. Remember when it was the Wall Street movement and you know the 99%. You know, I feel like yeah. that was the most mutual <laughs> thing ever. 99%. We are all in the 99%. We're all poor. Black new. It wasn't. It wasn't black 99% or you know or this or colors. It was straight up. We're all the poor class. We're all this. And I feel like for like a short time. We all felt like, all right, it wasn't about color of our skin. It was literally about the class. And then we was attacking. Well, and then I, okay, but I don't support. That was oh, on Wall Street. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not saying all that, I mean, but I'm saying like that aspect was like very like, wow, yeah. okay, for all of us, you know? And then then yeah. Black Lives Matter came and it was like, okay, no, forget that. Now it's only black people and black people only, you know? No, but and I mean, in their movement, I mean, I, I absolutely think and so I want to make sure I'm clear on what my position is on that. If you make money, you earn it. I don't care if it's passed down through your family, anything like that. Yep. That's your money. That's yep. what America yeah, is. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if somebody works harder than me mm-hmm. uh, and I'm lazy, then I don't deserve, you know, yeah. anymore. I don't deserve any of that money. I don't believe <laughs> in the whole, um, you know, it, the unfairness of it. But I'm just talking about as far as in the justice system, the fact that one person can afford an attorney and another person can't, and the one person's going, there, you know, 
no matter which side you're on, doesn't matter that the the respect and the treatment goes to the person that can pay somebody three hundred dollars an hour to stand in front of that judge. So um, that's um, that's kind of where I'm going with that. But as far as like you know the I am the one percent and you know all that crap that was going on around. Sorry, but you know whatever that was so back in 2012. Um, and they, and they were doing a lot of the same things. I mean, they were the dirtiest, filthiest, most unsanitary, uneducated groups of people that were out there. Okay, not all of them, but the ones that I saw and things that I followed and, and, and some that I ran into in person um, the, that think that they're entitled to somebody else's money. I mean, it's, it's because they've got more than enough. I mean, uh, you could make that argument to anybody. You might have more money than me, but my money... I'm not, I, I don't get, I don't, I don't deserve a, a part of yours just because you have more than you need. And, and one thing that I think people really forget in that scenario is that people that are very rich lots of times made lots of sacrifices to get there. They worked harder at 20 years old than I did, mm-hmm. you know. They were, I, I so I, I'm not entitled to even feel that way, in my opinion, that um, why, why, if they made all those sacrifices when they were younger, or they made a risk on an investment, or they put their money in the stock market and they were successful, I didn't do those things, you know, because I'm lazy or I didn't have as good of an idea. Yeah. Mhm. And every and everyone, bro, we're not gonna even discuss on your on your lame ass comments, but if you feel all gangster enough. To speak all that spiciness, you should just call in. If not, you're just gonna be ignored. Because she, we're not saying that we again class yes, but keep in mind race does play a role. We're not saying that it that it doesn't. And when you're ready to open your mind like an adult and have an adult conversation, we'll be more than welcome to have yeah. you call in. And you know what? Put your name out there. I mean, don't come in here incognito and uh, no picture on your profile. You've got a name called everyone and come after me like that and not have the balls to pick up the phone and call in. Yeah, man. Just, you know, call in, bro. Look at you. What's up? You know, do you, do you understand what you're doing? You're, you're acting spicy on a chat on our show. You're just giving us engagements at this point. At this point. Like, just call in, bro. Just call in. Be nice. And just share, share your point. We had. We you don't had have to be nice. I can in. handle it. Pick up the phone and call. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fine. Or even okay. Great. Call in. But you don't want to call in, and you're on top. You're on the top twenty. I don't know what that means. Top twenty of the douchebag people. I'm almost sure. You know. <laughs> with. Uh, with zero following, zero follower. Mm, should just call mm. in. Because you sound like a bit of a, a oh, bit of a freaking dumbass. I hear you, bro. Give everybody the opportunity. Give everybody the opportunity to speak. If you come in here and just call names and don't back it up and have mm-hmm. enough to actually jump on the line, that kind of makes you look like the fool yeah, in the world to laugh at. Just and you know what's sad? You have an open line. We have people like you that make it worse for every for every for everybody else that wants that wants to speak up here. You know? We had Jackie. Who else? Who else? Who else shared their opinions in a, in a respectful way? Jackie, Joanna, Herbal, Sue. Uh, God, the good, the bad, the I can't read the rest of your name because it doesn't show. All these people, you know, respectful people. They're not, they're not in the same, you know, they're not entitled black people or entitled whites, you know. They all shared their opinion. 
You don't you don't want to be nice. You want to be a troll, and it's cool. And we're gonna give you your little 16 seconds of fame, but we want you to. I know think they ran right? away. Yeah, you definitely did. <laughs> morning Coop is calling in. Welcome, morning welcome, Coop welcome, morning in. Coop. Yeah, how could you be a what's up? How could you be in the top 20 if you have zero followers? Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. What's up? Welcome to the show. How much, guys? Just uh, wanted to say I've enjoyed it. Uh, I like I like the perspective sectors. <laughs> So, thank, thank you, bro. You. Thank you. It's been enjoyable. This is my first time here, so uh, you did mention one thing. You went. Awesome. You did mention one thing. I think you know. You hit on something I really believe in um, about buying up the businesses in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I support yeah. that very yeah, much. And you mentioned like that. you mentioned like uh, getting some of your people together, and you're 100 percent right. If you get mm-hmm. five to ten of your friends together, yeah, you could you could get one. You could get a loan. Honestly, it takes 10% through the SBA. So if you have if you have 10% of whatever that business is worth, then trust me, there's a lot of bargains on the on the market right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, I like your idea. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Coop, for coming on and even saying that because you know yeah, you know what's funny. Yeah, I, I that, tell man. I tell my friends, I tell my friends from from the hood, like, yo, guys, all we gotta do is do this. You know, we could put like ten dollars away, and in ten years. Yo, we could have something. They'll look at me and go, oh, look at this dude. He thinks he's Walt Disney. They'll start making fun of me. And I'm like, what is the matter with you? You make $7 an hour. I'm trying to give right. you a future. Like, right. yo, but That's not even an insult, though. I mean, Walt Disney was one person. That, exactly. that is what Walt Disney did. Like, I mean, I would no, say thank you very much to that. If you And I say, I say it on my social media. I say it all the time. I say it as many times as Dan allows me to say it. Build into your community. That's the only way you're going to take back. I say it all the time. Look at, look at the Jews. The Jews are not affected by anything. I... I know because I am really tapped into the Jewish community. Their cotton is still being made. Their shirts are still being sold. Their um, their hummus is still being sold out. Like it's nothing has stopped for them, you know, because they control their community. They're not worried about injustice, you know. And before you know, everyone comes on here and says, before everyone comes on and goes, oh, Jewish people are entitled too. Jewish people were the first ones that were getting, that were getting fucked up, in case you didn't know. And if you don't believe me, ask, you know, hit up Adolf Hitler. He'll tell you a couple of stories. You know? Take back your community. That's how you win. It's a long game. It's all a long game. Doing the, doing these, doing the protesters, that's fine, that's dope. And that's a start. And that's ex- and not for nothing. I know Dan hates him, but that's exactly what Jay Z said about the Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing. We're over kneeling. Now let's do something. We're over protesting. Let's do something. Why aren't our black leaders? Why aren't our real black leaders, our real Hispanic leaders, meeting together in secret, talking about, yo, this is what we're gonna do, and start emphasizing? I even said this before. How many black people are are in the are in the professional sports industry? In a percentage, it's a pretty giant percentage, especially in America. We're not. I'm not talking about global like soccer, um, cricket, you know, golf and all that stuff. I'm talking about basketball, baseball, football. It's a majority of colored people in there. If we, if they all really stand, if LeBron James really cared about the injustice that's that's going on in his community, he'll be like, you know what? I'm not playing for the for the rest of the season. And, and 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 you know what else? Neither is every other black person on the Laker team. 
That's how you make the NWA, the the M, the NBA shake. That's how you make the world shake. Can I can I say something about that? Kind of. Yes. Uh, I think I think you hit on something right there too. Like as far as uh, athletes and stuff, I I feel like we're jealous as as a lot of the nation. I feel like a big majority of the nation uh, looks at successful athletes and people that have tons of. Money. And they are jealous of the result, but I don't know if we see the work that's been put in. I don't know if we're appreciating the work that they've done. Does that make sense? Is everybody? Yes, definitely. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you 100. percent Okay. Sorry, I was I was reading. I, I was I was multitasking. Yeah, you're there. good. You're so. good. I don't know. I I feel like underappreciation of of. Uh, accomplishments. I feel like we're seeing that right now. Through the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm not saying it is the Black Lives Matter movement. I think there's a faction in there that uh, doesn't appreciate, you know, hard work. Uh, that's that's kind of where I stand on it. So I don't believe it is the Black Lives Matter movement. I think it's the people that destroy things. That's pretty much it. The agitators that make give everybody a bad yeah. name. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I fully agree with you. Well, we have a generation of people and, that are they're lazy and they're uneducated. Sorry, go ahead. That's just uh, uh, that uh, to me it has nothing to do with race, but our schools, you know, they're they're not teaching history and they're not teaching much. They just focus on the issues uh, in school that they're going to test on so they get their federal funding. But all these kids are graduating, and in, and unless they're independently curious or you work harder as a parent to teach them things a lot of times you just assume that they're being taught these things in school and they're not mm-hmm. you know they're not but they're coming out we have people that they just don't want to work hard for what they think that they should have yep. I think yep. once you do that you appreciate things more and just so you know we gave you we gave you a follow too just so you're aware so I'm trying to give follows back to everybody that we're meeting here. Yeah, because definitely want to engage with more people. Like I said, this is a new – this is completely off topic here, but we're coming over from the blog talk radio world after many, many years and used to getting censored in real time and shit like that. So coming to this coming to this world has been really freaking engaging. So I, I, I appreciate the hell out of it. And, again, yes, thank you. BOPUSARadio.com is the site. And please feel free to reach out too. shoot an email over as well. Because uh definitely like to do something with other show hosts and other shows and, you know, build the yep. community. That's what it's all about. I like speech. you guys. I'm going to jump Freedom off of here. Speech. I appreciate you taking my call. All right. I... Yeah, thanks for calling. Definitely, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good one. Hope to talk again. This is – I, I, I got to say, this, this show has been really, really, really – I like Mondays. I think Mondays and, should be the time uh, for the for the round table. <laughs> no more changes. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, I'm not touching that one. This was my call at last minute because I, I listen. I'm brutally honest with everybody. Like I said, I got stuff to do tomorrow that, that I forgot about, and uh, you know, and important important things to do tomorrow. So. I didn't want to be in and out half-assed in it for the first show, and you know, so I changed this time, and I feel bad. I feel bad, um, but nevertheless, it is a good night. I, I got to say, yesterday, me and Carrie, you know, or Carrie and I, 
uh, our Sunday afternoon show was really freaking cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is happening a lot. You know, we, we had a really good turnout yeah. for a freaking Sunday afternoon show. So it was like, damn. And now Monday night, I mean, Thursday nights are, are always interesting. Um, Thursday nights, again, that's the show we do 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. every week. It's different. And then, uh, Carrie and I's show on Wednesday nights, I mean, it's always been good and engaging. It's a different, and just so people know, uh, I, uh, I appreciate, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping around. I'm just excited about the only engagement numbers, but I appreciate you, Eric, and everybody that's shared and, you know, even if you don't like us and share to have different opinions or on the fence from the middle, I just got a really cool email actually on the fan page that I want to look into a little bit more, but I love it for the people that are listening and reaching out. I really, really appreciate it because it means a lot. Again, people with different perspectives, different beliefs, different viewpoints, but they're tuning in and listening in. And if you're not coming onto the chat room, making lame ass comments and insulting people and leaving like a bitch, other ones that are actually putting their perspectives out there and engaging others and willing to have mm-hmm. conversation. That's what it's all about. You know, it, it's, it's rising above the, the divisionary tactics, rising above the propaganda shit of the media. And as far as I'm concerned, too many radio talk shows out there that are just one, it's a leftist show, it's a right-wing show. There's no in the middle. There's no nothing. And that's what I always aim for this to be, different. I do not want to hear a grouping of people that all sound like me or have my viewpoints. I want to hear from a group of people, a collective that have a ton of different viewpoints and where we can find that common ground. Because when you find that common ground, like we said before, Charming, when you find that common ground, you can unite behind unite behind certain issues, that's when they fear yep. you the yep. most. Because that is when you're building a true collective, and that's when you're bringing people together, regardless of the right and left bullshit paradigm, regardless of the media's attempts. You're bringing people together to focus on real issues, real things facing this country, facing this world, and that's what it's all about. And that's why we get censored so much. So thank you. As a, uh, as a nothing show... <laughs> We're still known. We're still out there. We're still getting the getting the attacks. So hey, it's all good. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're over the target, right? So again, 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 again. Yeah, it is growing. Uh, the VOP USA Radio Show is is definitely growing, and I think it's cool. Again, I, I hate doing this. I'm sorry for everybody out there. You're still hanging on with the listening, but regardless. On Podbean, there's two channels, two channels, Voice of the People USA radio channel and the VOP network channel. The VOP network channel is going to be dedicated to everything kind of non-political, um, various, various, various other topics, issues, uh, show hosts from all around the world are going to be doing their own podcast. And that's, we invite everybody. If you want to be a part of something with us, feel free. I don't care what your political belief is as long as you're not a, uh, you know, somebody who's going to censor everybody and not allow free speech, then you're welcome here. So the VOP network is for everything non-political. The VOP USA radio channel is for everything political. Just so you understand why there's two public channels here, but you know, we are growing it again. VOP USA radio is the website voice of people, USA radio fan page on Facebook. Again, on the fan page after every live show, there is a live stream. That's kind of an after show discussing what we're doing. And the uh, the charming one himself runs that, and he may have other people jump on there with him. May not. I don't know what he does, how he's going to do it, but it's cool. It's building up engagement. I appreciate it. So, and uh, yes, and Carrie and Kevin actually will have 
a new podcast dropping on the VOP network side tomorrow as well. So that's what I mean. There's tons of new comment. There's tons of new things coming up. We're going to have some very big guests. Of, of course, I'm going to push it because of the nature of the conversation tonight, which was very much about race and racial issues and things like that. But Larry Pickney will be a guest on this show in two weeks' time, the former one of the well, one of the former founding members of the Black Panthers, Larry Pickney. He will be joining us for a whole three hour block, if not longer. And that is gonna be a very eye opening conversation and we're honored to have him and everybody else we have coming up as guests. So I ask you all again to please consider tuning in to us every We'll stick with Tuesday for now. Every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, and also every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for the Voice of USA Radio live show, the flagship show, the longest-running show that we have going on, and Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern for the Uncensored Truth, which will be lost, blah, blah, launching a week from next Monday, so two weeks' time. And... uh uh, Jackie, John Bolton's a war hawk, and the Democrats hated him. Now they'll embrace him. He's just a globalist pig, regardless of both sides. I think he should be held accountable for war crimes, personally. But uh, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I just saw that, Jackie, so I just had to jump in there. So I'm done. I'm done giving you my rant. So in our last – well, we probably have, like, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I think. We probably have 10 minutes, uh, an hour and 47 minutes. So we said we're going to cut it at two hours tonight. So there you go. So please, 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 please. Okay, thank you. I, I'm losing track here of what times we have and what times we don't have. But let's let's see. Yes, check, 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 check out the website. Yes. I did that on purpose. I'm not actually uh, not actually stuttering. And yes, Tony Vino, the man, the myth, the legend, our Canadian friend that we met here on Podbean. He will be joining the co-host chair next Tuesday, along with Michael Jacobson mm-hmm. joining Melanie and joining Charming. So it'll be the full deck of co-hosts starting next Tuesday on this show. Yes, I know it's Monday, but the regular night so far is going to be Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. So just throwing that out there. So please, in our last few minutes, who wants no, to start? Go for it, Charming. Melanie? Yeah. Well, me? Charming. No, 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 I'm good. I was going to say Melanie. I was going to say Melanie. I, I mean, all I'm just going to say in the last few minutes is what I always say in the last few minutes. Everybody... Work and build on your own community. That's how, that's, right now, that's what I believe is the best attack that we can do to change this country. That's all I got. And watch the After Hours show. Oh, that, oh yeah, there's another thing. On the After Hours show, um, I know the last episodes, I was kind of ranty. But I really, the After Hours show is a, really a show where I want you guys to, like, give me, like, your opinions on what you guys thought about the show. Like questions that I mean answers to the questions that Dan has asked that you that you can answer on the chats like that's what we want the after hour show to be like you know like it it, it won't be just on Facebook pen and where do we fan find page, that which is apparently Dan we have to work on that because it's so hard to get the link for that fan page like um I, it's it, yeah they're like they hiding it like what the hell so I've been out. trying to share it this entire show but I can't find the link but once I get the link I'm gonna. Sh- Share it galore and everything to you guys. So, um, but please, 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 everybody, Jackie, Herbal, uh, Joanna, come on, come on the after hour show. I would love to hear from, from you guys there. Everyone else, I would love to hear Eric, you know, Wazi. I love seeing, seeing Wazi there. It makes me feel happy. Um, you know, 
Carrie come on. Everybody, I want, I encourage everyone to come on, on the After Hour Show, engage, let us know what's up, you know, and just join the empire. And that's really all I got. <laughs> so, my last few minute messages. Nice. So, Melanie, as you've now returned to the fold here from the craziness that we did many, 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 many years ago, I'm very happy to have you back. And please, roll with your final thoughts, opinions, Okay, concerns. I'm really happy to be back. This was a lot of fun, and, and uh, I really enjoy it. I really appreciate the invitation. So um, I'm just going to – I'm going to go all the way back to where we started in the beginning, and uh, I just want to speak specifically to the people in California. So, um, well, first let me say, this uh, person that I'm going to mention right now gives absolutely wonderful information for, for everyone. But specifically for people in California, look up Peggy Hall. She has a video, um, and it's about 30 minutes, and it's a little long, but showing you exactly what is legal and not legal as to what's going on in California. I would encourage everybody to speak out against the mask and, you know, respectfully, politely, politely, respectfully and politely remind people when they're telling you that there is a government mandate and that there's a, a mandate from our governor, from Gavin Newsom, uh, that you have to wear the mask and they have to enforce it, that uh, you actually don't. And so I would encourage you to go and uh, check out her video. It really goes through the steps of giving you the just empowerment of being able to stand up to some of these places and you're not going to be successful every time. I know people have been sharing stories with me lately because I've been really outspoken about it, especially this week of their experiences. But overall, um, it seems that once you remind somebody that, no, they, they can't do that, they're all going to disagree with you on the mandate. And that's why I think it's important to check out this video. Uh, it gives you a couple specific steps, which is, if you go to the state of California's website, there's no mandate order on there because it's an illegal order. And, and when you click on, even where it says, yeah, you have to, it's the law, it directs you to the Department of Health that says it's a recommendation. So just inform yourself so you are confident when you go out in the world. And if you want to wear a mask, you know, that's your own personal choice. But just we don't want to fall into uh, believing something that's not true just because it's being recycled in, mm -hmm. in our, our local news. So Mockingbird media. That's, it. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I appreciate that. That's important stuff. Thank you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, well, it says we have like, se uh, what, seven minutes left, six minutes left, seven, I don't know. So, yeah, just to answer, I don't know how the hell we share the page either. I, whatever, Facebook hates us. But you can see on there when you go on the on the actual page, it was founded in 2007 because that's actually when Voice of the People was formed. We were an actual activist group holding rallies around the country, never taking anybody's money and everything else. So we were something different back then. Before Tea Party, before anything else, we were holding rallies for a lot of different things and talk about really, 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 really getting exposed to a lot and seeing how your heroes have failed you. But, yes, um, Eric, yeah, thank you for the gifts, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that more than you know. Anything that we do get, you know, obviously goes right back into what we're doing. There's a big cost behind what we do. It'll only get more extensive as time goes on, but it's worth it because I believe in the product we're putting out and the platform that we have. So, again, thank you all for that. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. And like I said, we started it a long time ago. It evolved into the, to the, uh, radio show stuff because I just, I, I think there needed to be an alternative, something different, something unique. And that's why we're here. So, uh, yes, we, we do do, <laughs> we do do, um, we do do, we do do three hour live streams. Sometimes we go over. And we did learn that unlike blog talk, you could do a three hour live stream and then cancel and start another one to go another three hours, which I appreciate about Podbean. So thank you for that. And occasionally this show may very well go three hours. There's no, there's no real limit. I just want to try to keep it two hours now and get a, a test to feel for it. And obviously it's been pretty damn impressive. Again, you guys, you guys have been freaking awesome with our numbers and our scores and everything else. It's been up there, you know? So I think it's pretty damn cool. Uh, let, let's tell the person that was in the chat room before. We're ranked right <laughs> number 43. <laughs> We're not in the top 20. Okay? No. <laughs> so, whatever. But, hey, you know what? Just starting out one month in, I think it's pretty damn cool. We're making an impact. And, again, it's thanks to, to all of you being involved. It's thanks to Carrie. Thanks to Harlem. It's thanks to Charmy. It's thanks to Melanie. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to Herbie. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to everybody that's involved in this. For the new host coming on, I again I say I a lot because I'm getting used to working with a crew of people because I'm so used Don't to worry, Dan, we, we won't be like Harry. Wrong, Don't worry, but you I can say I. Won't. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, no, it's all good. Yes, please vlpusaradio.com. But honestly, it's cool to work with a, a diverse group of people with a lot of different mindsets, a lot of different perspectives, and again, I love that. And I, I hope for the long-time listeners, the ones that have followed us over, and the semi-long-time month-in on Podbean, I did not scream this show. I did not rant. I did not take up most of the time. So I'm learning. I'm trying. So there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what, Jackie? You might be very right about Rushmore being next. My God, it never ends. But anyway, please. you got to call in next yes. week. you got to be involved. Please call in. Your, your perspective live on air, too. And And – Joanna and everybody else and Sue, thank you so much. And again, to everybody we met here on tonight's show, thank you. Even to the mm-hmm. ones that came in just to hate. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the engagement numbers. But yes, yes, audience participation is key. Conversation is key. Thank you to everybody who worked that chat. And, uh, hey, I, my God, I got to thank you, Zat, with time left over. I'm getting better. Not really. But uh, I just like to put the snowflake on the back every now and again, all right? But I love that audio. I love that audio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah. Listen, uh, again, all right. Well, I'm going to play, I'll play a couple audio things here. I'll just, just for shits and giggles, listen, it's audio that's been the can for a long time. So. <laughs> don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. They're all supposed to be used for different things. We're gonna have new audio soon, new commercials, and having some ads and sponsors soon. Woohoo! We'll make about twenty bucks a month. So it's all good. It's all it's not about the money, it's about the engagement, it's about all of you. I freaking love you all. I don't say that to be a pandering prick either. I actually mean it. So you guys kick freaking ass. Thank you. And here's an intro and an outro to end it just because it's funny and people seem to get a rise out of it. So don't get offended. 
<laughs> Every show is different. We'll be back here again Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Rise Above the Noise conversation with Carrie and myself. And then again this Thursday night at 6 p.m. for the Voice of People USA Radio three-hour show, 6 p.m. Eastern. I ask you all to please follow us, subscribe, join, call in, be a part of it. The Wednesday night shows, we don't take calls. That's just something that's between myself and Carrie. Let's have an open conversation about everything and anything. And it's really a cool vibe. It's a low-key vibe. But believe me, there's plenty of opportunities to participate. We always respond to the chat room. And there's plenty of shows where you can call in. And we'll be giving you more shows soon. And again, 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 if you want to be involved with what we do, you want a show, you have a show and want to do some whatever it is, just reach out. BOP USA Live at Gmail. I shared it earlier in the chat on the page, on Facebook, whatever it may be. Hit us up. We'll work something out. Get involved. You know, it's, it's, that's what it's all about, building community. So that's it. I'm going to play a couple audio things here, and then I will end the show. Remember to go over to the fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio, on Facebook. Like, follow, and watch the after show. That Charming's trying to make us sound so much bigger than what we actually are, and I appreciate that. <laughs> one day, one day. But seriously, Melanie, thank you so thank much you, as Dan. always. I'm happy to have you back with us. It's an honor. And and obviously, Charming, thank you as always. And shout out to Tony. Shout out to Mike. Look forward to having you on next week. Shout out to Wazi, who will be on Thursday night. He's one of the mainstay co-hosts there, along with Herbie. And a huge shout out, of course, to Carrie, a huge shout out to Harlem. Appreciate you all. And that's it. I got it. Audio time. And there you go. Again, don't be offended by the audio. <laughs> it's done to it's done to a listener response. Are you a whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho babbling snowflake? <laughs> Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms. Are you a pussy? If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage. And rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smeriglio. You've been listening to Voice of the People USA Radio. We hope we've pissed a lot of you off. It's fun. And easy. Look, you can go to other podcasts and they'll blow smoke up your ass, but we don't do that. This is pure, unadulterated truth. Always guaranteed to piss off the apologists, the snowflakes, the victim culture. We're currently on Spotify, Blog Talk, Apple, Google. Find us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio. Find our fan page at Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have comments, questions, dirty pictures, send us an email at VOPUSALive at gmail.com. Till next time, blow that nose. And we'll help fill it up during the next show. Whiny snowflakes.
Like our fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio, on Facebook. Follow、Robot、us on Twitter、voice. at VOP USA Radio, Spotify, Anchor, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Google, <laughs> Spreaker, our YouTube channel, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Until next time, always remember your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Voice of the People USA Radio.